There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, iced tea for breakfast. Iced tea, tea for, for breakfast. breakfast. Iced tea, tea for, for breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> and mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was our. Is that really? Uh, is this your really your breakfast? No, you had no, eggs I, before. You, you made me eggs, but yeah. But iced tea for breakfast, you know, it's, I think it's a good thing. I didn't make you eggs. You didn't? No. Well, I mean, the chicken made the eggs. Oh. 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 Iced tea for breakfast. Oh, iced tea for breakfast. Yeah, iced tea. I was saying. For breakfast, because that way, no one thinks I'm talking about Ice T, the actor oh. slash rapper. But some people have probably had him around for breakfast, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and not true. like not like over to their house, yeah. just like around. He's just been like, like around when they're having breakfast. Like, I'm just I playing the X Cube. <laughs> X, the X Cube Xbox. <laughs> Ice T around for breakfast. <laughs> around. I, I can't, can't do imagine, it on my own. I can't imagine him. I can't beatbacks on my own. That's fine. That's fine. Well, you can, but you just didn't. That's all, that's all it was. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, do you imagine he eats breakfast? Iced tea. Or do you think he's one of those guys like, I don't even eat breakfast. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, one oh, of one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> but he probably has a really big lunch. Mm. It's just like he's got too much attitude for muesli or something like that, or just like toast. Yeah, you think there are some guys who like definitely, yes. And like it's definitely the the breakfast gir- is a thing that divides the men from the well, iced tea. The girliest of the meals. Oh, that's a bit uh, misogynist. Is it? No. But like for for somebody who's like you know people who are like who claim to be manly. Yeah. Right, and they don't do things that are like. Anything that that even has the slightest hint of femininity <laughs> about it. Breakfast well, is a is a bit feminine. It's kind of it's kind of light. It's you know like often there's like raw oats involved and yogurt. Yogurt mm. is quite a feminine, mm. quite um, like uh, product. I think yeah. I think it's like a, a in terms of the way breakfast is marketed. Breakfast as a concept mm. is marketed, yeah. which is weird because. It's weird. Some things are weird when they get marketed. Isn't like there's a there's an egg council who just market eggs. Yeah. Anyway, that's not relevant. No. But like, breakfast is marketed at two women. I yeah. think. Like you don't sit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nutrigrain is is, is oh that's a man breakfast. Like because yeah. there's always a guy going Aah! and climbing mountains and things like that. But even that isn't really marketed to men. That's marketed to kids. Is it? Yeah. I feel like it's marketed to men. I don't think so. But men are children these days. Hey. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Um, and yeah. but muesli is I don't, they don't really market muesli, but it it definitely doesn't feel like anyone's put a mustache on it yet. No, that's what that's how I that's how I conceptualize the idea of marketing to men. It's put a mustache on it. Wheat bix again. I think marketed to boys and teenage boys. Yeah, that's true. 
Like, Special K is definitely to women. Where, where's a cereal for the middle-aged man? Do you reckon they've just given up on those guys? Like, maybe at some point they realised that yeah. our um, coffee wheats or whatever they were trying to market to middle-aged men. Yeah. What would you market to middle-aged men? Well, um, middle-aged men. Like, middle-aged men aren't even don't even appear in advertising usually. As yeah. unle- they're, they're usually like a, a young, handsome dad of some sort. Or actually, no... Middle-aged men get marketed to in car ads. And watches, I think. Yeah. But they eat, they definitely have breakfast more than they buy cars. Yeah, and like, wear watches. And or wear buy watches. watches. Especially watches. expensive watches. Yeah. I don't know how those people make money. Oh, my makers. God. But, I mean, they must just make so much money off one watch. Yeah. Like, Rolex would sell two watches a year, maybe. But they just make so yeah. much of it that they can run their entire organization. Absolutely. Guys, we sold our watch for the year. Yeah, Everyone take a week off. Yeah, that's our, that's our half-yearly productivity yeah. Yeah. meeting. <laughs> Where I just go, yeah. Has pro- anybody sold a watch? I sold one. Great. Everybody Great. go home. One less, uh, one more watch to sell. This year. This year. <laughs> if we get this done, we can all have a half holiday. Yeah. What? A, well, breakfast though. Okay. So well, bacon. Bacon gonna... is bacon is marketed to middle-aged men. But those are the guys. Like they're not going to be able to keep eating breakfast forever because their cholesterol's going up and they're going to have heart attacks. That's true. We need to invent a cereal that we can market to middle-aged men. Okay. Well, what do middle-aged men have? All right. They're humorless. <laughs> <laughs> they're balding. They're balding. Um, yeah. They're. They're they're tired by life because they've been working too hard, but they also think that that's really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I I'm I'm liking this. Something like it's almost like you know low GI is a thing, and you market that a lot to mums to feed to their kids, right? Mm-hmm. Something that'll keep their kids going through the morning. Yeah. Okay, now something that'll keep your middle aged man going through the the grinding monotony. That yeah. is his day. Just the the perpetual f- state of crisis and inactivity that so is. So does it validate his beliefs? I don't. I think it just makes it easier for him to maintain his level of whatever it is that he's okay. doing. Okay, I'm thinking peanuts. Okay, peanuts and yeah, my dad loves peanuts. Yeah, great, yeah. great. I think salty my... peanuts. Salty. A, a salty cereal. This could be the thing. Because <laughs> everyone's oh, going for sweet, yeah, yeah. roasted nuts. No, that's true. Salty. salty. So savory yeah. cereal. Um, is it's the, kind of sour. Is it with milk? Um, I think you actually put coffee on it. Okay, so it's a coffee-based nut cereal. <laughs> coffee-based nut cereal. So that way, that way the milk makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, okay, is there any fruit that you can picture a middle-aged man eating? Not really, right? I'm just Wait, scanning apples, the fruits. oranges, bananas. I, I feel like maybe there'd be some big raisins. Like, is there anything that you there? could just put, like, oh, yeah, big, or, like, dates or something like that? But, like. Yeah, dates. Dates, but I don't know. What about. <laughs> Whole dates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the seeds still in them. Yeah, but they just chew right through them. Like, yeah. what about chicken bones? <laughs> <laughs> just little dried flakes of chicken. Yeah. Chicken flakes. Yeah, chicken flakes. Peanuts, chicken or, flakes. Or just like protein flakes. Oh, unnamed protein. Yeah, like just... just You pour a coffee over it. Something extract, you know, like protein extract. Yeah. 
And like, like, because they're also practical. Like, you, know, you consider these guys like practical. They're like, I'm not gonna bother with all this flavor and stuff like that. I just want to yeah. get everything I need in a day in there. So mm. we got protein extract, yeah. and we got like a like a, a vitamin and mineral powder. What if it's the first breakfast cereal to actually it includes laxatives as well, or so just. Yeah. Whatever, because middle age is the time when you start to need to just take medication just to sort of keep your body functioning. Yeah. So and the laxative is also there to counter the like you know people have laxatives to lose weight. Yeah. So it's just like it's just there to keep like it'll actually just you'll shit stuff that shouldn't be shat out, but you'll also lose weight. Yep. And 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 what's and what's it called? Um. Okay. Um, Grind, like not crunch, grind? but grind. 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 I think it's called grind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So it's called grind, and then it's just got everything is just essentially a powder. No, I, I think that there's chunks. <laughs> I think there's whole peanuts and stuff. Okay. In yeah. There. yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> you pour coffee over it. Yeah. Black coffee. Daily grind. Daily grind. Yeah. And it's just named after what we're trying to get. Like, <laughs> what validates their. And what they just go through. They're humorless. Oh, this do you think a, we've lost any middle-aged uh I don't think we've gained listeners? any. They, they wouldn't listen to things. They're not into fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is too much fun. Yeah, this is too much fun. We're like, having gonna, too much fun. Ser- Daily grind. I'm going to write this cereal. Cereal for the middle-aged man. For a middle-aged man. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sometimes there can be little giveaways in there. Like, in the packet. Yeah, that they can just throw away. <laughs> Because they don't need that shit. <laughs> that throw away unopened. Yeah. Throw this away unopened. That's all. It even just says that on the instructions. <laughs> they don't won't even bother reading them. But and and, and what in the, what is in there is just some sort of vague shape made out of plastic. <laughs> yeah. It was made with a three D printer, so they're I think interested on in that in that level. It's it's all it's in there. <laughs> they're interested in that. Middle aged guys find three D printers fascinating. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, three <laughs> D printers. Yeah, what is this made out of? Oh well, just throw it out. <laughs> but it's printed in three D. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it's, it's an incredible piece of technology that will change the world eventually. But in the meantime, just chuck it. They just like to be reminded about three D printers. Yeah. <laughs> On the label, it says, just a reminder about 3D printers. <laughs> Throw this away. It's just here to remind you about 3D printers. Yeah. And that just gives them that tiny germ of excitement yeah. to start the day. Maybe occasionally there's tickets to like a a, a manufacturing conference or exhibition of some sort. <laughs> Down at the Exhibition Centre yeah. on South Wharf. Yeah. Yeah. A two-for-one two, two voucher. For one. Yeah, to go to a manufacturing conference. <laughs> Exhibition, <laughs> a manufacturing conference exhibition <laughs> where you go there and there's just a small, a few small conferences going on around, and you can check them out. You walk yeah. past the conference, you get a brochure. It's like an aquarium of manufacturing conferences. <laughs> They're all happening behind glass. Oh, no. There's one where you could go through a tube, and the conference <laughs> is going taking place sort of over your head, yeah. and you could look up. Yeah, you could just see. <laughs> The conference. Oh, manufacturing. Just like and just somebody giving a talk and they've got a PowerPoint which has got like a like like pieces of metal with holes bored in it and things <laughs> Or is they're talking about like cooling fluids? Yeah. Like, oh. And there's actually one of the conferences is about boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's a boring conference. 
about about boring. boring. Yeah. And just like some of the advanced, oh, I've I've actually looked at, I've actually been through a lecture about this, like about yeah. like the the microscope, like like this sort of the effect on the structure of the metal when you cut it with different things, like like just really different close cutting up, tools, yeah, different cutting tools, and and the and the effect on the crystalline structure of the. Uh, Particular okay, is it wrong that I actually find that interesting? I'd like to know about that. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. But okay, good. that's what Andy. You're essentially a middle-aged man in a younger man's body. At the I'm moment. a middle. I'm a younger man. I'm a a young man in a middle-aged man's jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the but, jumper's starting to take over, like in Spider-Man Three. I haven't seen that one, but I'm guessing that's with Venom. With Venom. Yeah. yeah I haven't seen that one either, it's, but I, I'm guessing I, it's with Venom. I would have said it's more like The Nutty Professor, but instead of being a fat guy, you're a young guy. Yeah. And <laughs> instead you. of becoming cool and like you know a great lover, you just become a middle-aged man who's interested in boring. And a great lover. And a great lover. <laughs> Like, you can't imagine somebody being interested in sort of metal work, like, like, like sort of like, like, like metal work done by robotics, like yeah. manufacturing and things yeah. like that, and then and going he's an home amazing and then lover. rocking it in the bedroom. Oh my god! Just... You know what they say: crazy in the manufacturing plant, crazy in the bed. No, yeah. not even crazy in the manufacturing plant. Yeah. Reliable in the manufacturing yeah. plant. Crazy in just, the bed. Just a rock and roll star in the bed. <laughs> but maybe. I mean, there's definitely a lot of stuff that would be repressed that would come out. Well, there is a thing about, like, middle-aged guys who just seem really controlled. Like, you know, and they and they know they're, like, guys who follow strict rules. Like, this kind of, I find, I've seen it more in, like, guys who study IT yeah. and do IT where they're, like, about, like, um, keeping a track of, like, like of... of of everything that they're doing. Yeah. Like, even like guys who would calculate uh, kilojoules in a day yeah. and then like how much uh, exercise they're actually doing and yeah. ensuring that they're doing that. Um, but then that those kind of guys might be into something like Tantra yeah. or Tantra or <laughs> right. whatever it is. Tantric and, sex. Yeah, Tantric sex. And so then they would just be like, yeah, I got it. But... <laughs> um, this is my other thing. This isn't tantric sex. This is pedantic sex, uh, where everything has to be exactly right. Otherwise, you're going to stop and start again. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, carry on. No, that's cool. Or either that, or they're single. Yeah. And they're really into like pickup artist stuff, <sighs> which is kind of because like to a certain yeah, extent, yeah, pickup yeah. artist stuff. That's the controlling thing again. That's like trying to manufacture the perfect encounter with a woman isn't yeah it? and so you're like you know you yeah it's like the way that a guy would set up a comedy set is that you know it's like you've got an opener you've yeah. got you've got these bits that kind of like that psychological reliable you know, bits. yeah reliable bits that you just know work would you try any new material would you try and slip in some new you'd material? have to all the time yeah because clearly the reason you're doing it is because you haven't had that final success yeah. yet you're trying to d build up to your first 20 minutes yeah where you can <laughs> yeah where you could do like a full dinner I'm yeah. just controlling this this conversation. Yeah, I've got I've got a full dinner to, dinner together, guys. I can. Yeah. It feels like the whole <gasps> fun oh of my relationship God. stuff is gone. Would be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already just annoyed with myself that like my life seems to be a collection of 
no, just like me saying the same things that I've said to a bunch of people over and over again. So like using the same bits of conversation over again, or just re- or repeating things that other people have said. Rather do you think than, that happens? Do you do that? I you feel that, that in your life? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even this, I'm pretty sure I've said it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All this stuff on this podcast, you've everything done this on yeah, several yeah. other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is that this is I'm, I'm doing a, a pod- podcast circuit at the moment, and I'm and I'm running with this sort of serial for middle aged men and men who go to manufacturing conferences. Bits, bits. Yeah, yeah. that's my that's my sort of yeah, that's what I got going on, on at the moment. But uh, something about manufacturing. Sorry, what were you going to say? Let's play. No, I was I was I thought of something earlier when we were talking about the crazy in the manufacturing plant crazy in the bed thing and I just it's gone so I'm really sorry that no, I no, no. stopped us to try and no that's great yeah 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 that's good yeah but imagine if everything you did like do you think everything you do could could be completely improvised like like you must be re- you must repeat some conversation as well right tell the same mm, stories over and over again not and... that much Ooh. I do a little bit but it was a thing I, I'm Certainly for a lot of my life, I was very conscious of never wanting to have the same, yeah. say the same things yeah. more than once. Yeah, okay. I think and I think I've done it more in like the last six years. Yeah. And I don't know why that is if I've just sort of started to run out of things to say. But like, you know, sometimes you just go like, oh, I know this story works or this little bit thing has a laugh to it. And so you just say it, you know, in a, in a, with people. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of times. Yeah, because I'm definitely like I'm. I do that at like, and I and I'm aware of it. Like when I'm doing it, when let's say we're there's like you know a bunch of people having drinks or something like that. Yeah. What other people would call a party. Yep. <laughs> but I'm not that rock and roll. All right. It's and a get it's together. A, it's a gathering. Yeah. It's a movie night. I'm almost thirty. It's a gathering. We're, <laughs> we're getting together. We're <laughs> oh, gathering. It sounds that sounds creepy, doesn't it? A gathering. Yeah. The gathering. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people having like. Uh, James Squire gold nail. Yeah, but, but but I don't know. But when you say the gathering, though, it, I feel like somebody's going to be ritually sacrificed. Yeah, at the yeah end it's of a it. cult thing. Like you get together, you have a James Squire gold nail with a couple of guys from work, and then you sacrifice somebody. And then you sacrifice. Who would like a middle aged man sacrifice? Do you think? <laughs> like, <laughs> Back to the middle aged men. Right. We know what they're having for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> but who would they? I really like who the, salt they, the salt thing. I like that. It's yeah, a salty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> breakfast and maybe there's also a little extra packet of salt yeah. that you can open up and shake on the top i don't <laughs> like, know like like so like a two minute noodle flavoring yeah sachet. but it's just salt yeah <laughs> and there's also an msg one <laughs> yeah just in case yeah because like if you want to ride that dragon yeah well that's is that, is that a heroin reference i don't know okay that's chasing i think a chasing dragon. a dragon <laughs> you never get on the dragon <laughs> just chasing it's, a dragon it's funny that people people who are so lethargic like like people like heroin addicts yeah are chasing dragons <laughs> that, that they come up with the most active yeah that is like there's not even a there's not even a, an activity in the regular world that would be that strenuous on your body comparable yeah like like even tennis even tennis which is strenuous yeah right and some of the fittest people do it they would never dare say that they were chasing a dragon there would be a lot of mountain climbing and things like that just so you could try like oh dragons can fly yeah they can fly so you'd be like running up hills or (laughs) or using those like little you know those little like one man like a flying machine ultralights yeah ultralights yeah. you'd be like running to ultralights and flying and then jumping out of them and parachuting down yeah and trying to land oh my god like that, yeah like it would be like parkour but so much more extreme yeah 
sometimes when you don't have any ultralights at hand, you would just be running up hills, <laughs> like just really steep hills. That's what taking heroin is like. That's what maybe that's what heroin <laughs> feels. Solely slurring into and out of boring conversations <laughs> is exactly like. Well, but I think heroin addicts have a really well developed sense of irony. Yeah, yeah, it heightens your sense of irony. I think. I imagine a lot of heroin addicts are actually quite smart people. Oh, I'm sure they are. Like, because I feel like a lot of writers and things like that. Like, I met a heroin addict one time at an open mic, and he was a writer, and he was really into his writing. I didn't know he was a heroin addict when I met him, but he was yeah. talking about some of his writings, and he's like, "Oh, he's talking about comedy," because I was talking yeah. about starting comedy, and like some of this, he's like, "Oh, look, this was a really good piece of writing, but I haven't really done anything really good for so long," and he's kind of like, "Really?" <laughs> because into- I've been on heroin. Yeah. Well, probably, yeah, but but yeah. at the same time, like he was really aware of like what a good piece of writing was, and like you know, and he had and he had like. Lines. Did you read any of his stuff? Uh, he read some of it out on stage, yeah. um, but then like later on, the guy who runs the open mic was like, "Oh, yeah, that guy. I don't like him coming here because he usually like reads like poetry about his friend that died or something like that, and it's just like kind of really intense and it bums everybody out." Yeah, <laughs> things like that. But um. I don't know. I'm not even aware of what's a good piece of writing. Like, I'll, I'll I'll go, I think this might be funny, and then I'll go out in front of people, and if they give me a good response, I go, I knew it was a good <laughs> piece of writing. I, I knew it. I'm just yeah. lucky that I'm getting better. That's all it is. It's just luck. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, Chasing the Dragon. When, yeah. But to me, that seems like it wouldn't be that pleasant an experience. Unless you were really fit. <laughs> There'd be, like, a lot of vomiting involved. Like, I think it'd be really fun once you got to that level of fitness. Oh, yeah. But, I mean... But for a beginner? <laughs> Entry-level yeah. dragon chasing. Maybe that's like what Iron Man feels like it would be like training for. That's the closest thing. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, mm. saying that an Iron Man competition is like chasing the dragon. Yeah. Apt. Yeah. But also, dragons, are, I can't imagine they'd run away from you. I mean, they'd probably come at you and burn you to death. Maybe they're young... Young dragons. dragons <laughs> chasing the young, naive sort of... Yeah. Not set in its ways. But I mean, once maybe dragons became not afraid of people, then sort of the government would step in and have to have them killed and things like that. Like there's there's sort of a conservation program yeah. keeping the dragons alive because it's an it's an amazing thing that there are dragons in the world and you know uh, just in the name of keeping some mm. magic in the world we're going to keep these dragons. But at the same time, once they get too big and too aggressive. You know, once they get to breeding age and things like that, will allow yeah. them pr- to breed. But after that, you guys, are, I'm sorry, you're going to have to die because you just you you you're, you're We're destroying get villages. Some, some heroin addicts to chase you to down, chase you down, <laughs> uh, and kill you. Iron Men, heroin addicts, yeah, <laughs> slash heroin addicts, uh, and chase you down. And so that's why those ones don't get chased. Um, they just get shot yeah. down with like anti-air missiles. <laughs> Sorry, when we were Girl. talking before, I'm going to change the subject. When we were talking before about the guys who were like into really boring stuff but were really crazy, I, I was reminded of something. Else. My dad always says that guys who work in paving yeah. are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, off their, like, just mental. You don't want to have anything to do with guys who work in paving. <laughs> How much, how much like contact has your dad had with people who work in paving? I don't know. He seems he, he seems very confident in his views that these guys are are not well grounded, okay. and it's something about well, having well, to get all those lines straight all the time, like just get everything exactly right, and they just their minds just go crazy. out of control. Yeah, 
Yeah. Sort of like like the, those mathematicians, like in the movie Pi, and the guy like is trying to find something to do with, you know, some mathematical problem. Yeah. It's like that's that's eluded you know men for however many hundreds of yeah. years. And the guy who was teaching him was like he he's the guy who came the closest, but then he went crazy. Yeah. And then this guy's like getting really close, and then he's starting to lose it. And they think like they're like it's the mathematics that's making you once you once you get to a certain level, it's just it's too much, and your brain can't handle it, and just go like that, and you have a, yeah. a brain aneurysm. But then the other thing I was thinking was, is it possible to be a child prodigy at something really boring, like paving? <laughs> that you just you just see it in your mind, like yeah, yeah. Just, like you can just see all the <laughs> all the pavers lining up. And there'd be some great like scenes. No, I like that. I like cut scenes. There's, there's a sketch idea there. Yeah, uh, child prodigy at paving. Like, yeah, or like, uh, like he was born for this. Yeah, plastering or something like that. Yeah, like, he's just like he just picks up the trowel yeah. and it just does this beautiful, smooth sweep. Have you uh, uh, have you done that before? No, man. I just I just could see it in my mind. But you're a seven-year-old child. <laughs> With the voice of a, <laughs> with a, of a young, of a young man, man in, with the in mind man, of a, a middle-aged a, man in the a, jumper in an old of a man's grandfather. Jumper. <laughs> but you've got a voice of a young man in an old man's jumper. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a sketch idea in that way. Child. Prodigy. Prodigy. At paving. At paving. But, um, we could probably come up with something funnier than paving, but, though. But, like, but... Well, but what would happen? Like they they have him at a really young age. Like they see him in kindergarten, and he's just like smoothed out the the sand pit. Yeah, and he's yeah. put all these things <laughs> in it. And they're like, "Oh my god, we're, you're going to jump a few years ahead." And it's like by the time he's six, he's already at TAFE. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not he's really the youngest yeah. <laughs> youngest person ever to graduate with a <laughs> certificate for. <laughs> Yeah, in paving. And, in paving, and like, oh no, like he's he sort of he's not ever accepted by all the other like uh, yeah, apprentices. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, there'd be great scenes on the uh, on the building site. Yeah. <laughs> There's this like eight year old kid, yeah. just who just knows how to work a cement yeah, yeah, mixer. Yeah. But then he'd just... get really he'd get really abstract. Maybe he's the guy who invented crazy paving. What's crazy paving? Crazy paving is like <laughs> bricks that are all like they've got all they're all jagged. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. It's not just his cement work. The crazy paving story. It's like a movie about the guy who invented crazy paving. Like he went to another level. Yeah. It's the Wayne Gretzky. What was it? What? what, No, what's his name? The hockey player who did it? Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. He's the Wayne Gretzky of paving paving and tiling. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, after like paving couldn't satisfy him anymore. He just nailed paving. He was just like, yeah, I'm going to go into paving and then mosaics. Yeah. And just like tile, like brick and mosaics. There'd be some great scenes where people are like yelling at him, like, you can't do this! Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're out of line, kid! <laughs> Way out of line! Yeah. Look at this! There's like, the building, the building inspector's never gonna approve this. <laughs> and he comes in, he goes, I can't, I, I can't, can't fault it. it. I can't. No. <laughs> oh. like the, yeah, the building inspector comes in, and says, it's I wish I could fault it, but. <laughs> Structurally, this is the most sound thing I've ever walked on. It's like jazz. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's found a new shape. Yeah. A new shape of flat. A new um. A new level tessellation. of tessellation. A new level of perfectly flat. Yeah. It's called. I think the movie's called um, "Crazy for Paving," or "Crazy Paving." 
or um, a beautiful mind for paving. Set in stone. Set in stone. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Broken. Set in cement. Tile. Broke back. Tile. Tile. (laughs) Man. Good at it. (laughs) Good. Right there. Broke back. (laughs) Tile. Because somebody at some point, like his his <gasps> pavement is so smooth, yeah, that somebody slips on it and breaks their back and breaks their back. Like that's what I feel like. Someone would he would have an injury, maybe something like something happens. He winds up in an injury. He's sort of in a wheelchair or something. Or yeah, like he can't <laughs> bend over to pave anymore, and he learns to pave with his feet. Or he does it with one of those like rock garden sticks. <laughs> Like, a rock garden stick. You know those like things that they used to like rake rock gardens. <laughs> yeah, Japanese rock gardens. Yeah, and so because the rock garden part stick. of his yeah part of his part of his recovery is like he he meets a like a an Asian a man Buddhist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who teaches him about rock gardens. This is this this movie was made in the seventies. It was when when that's all that. When if you wanted someone to have an epiphany, you just gave them an Asian man yeah. and a rock garden. Back when they realized that people were just all normal people. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to give a man, yeah. You'd you'd give somebody recovery because first you recover your mind, and then you'll be able to recover your spine, maybe. <laughs> and then later on, he fixes, <laughs> he fixes his own funny, spine. Funny, funny. The 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 Asian guy who helps him just says maybe at the end of all his profound statements. Yeah. <laughs> when the lion leaps across the gorge, then the gazelle will run free, maybe. <laughs> Probably. What did you say? Did you I, just say maybe? Maybe. <laughs> Just a really yeah. uncertain philosopher. Monk, yeah. Um, maybe. Uh, yeah. Like a Zen maybe monk. Fingers crossed. <laughs> a maybe Zen monk. <laughs> right, Charles, what did you... Yeah, that's two. Yeah, okay. The, the, can, can we put down the maybe Zen monk, monk as a separate idea? Yeah. Monk, okay, yeah. Like, he's just like uncertain wisdom. Yeah, maybe uncertain wisdom. You know how um, there's like a... <laughs> you always have to climb to the top of a mountain to meet like the uh, the guru? Yeah. It'd be funny if there were like different levels of mountain, just like some lower mountains where you could just go up and you could meet less wise gurus. Like, like a guy who can tell you where the like what street the museum's on. Yeah. <laughs> or just some sort of pretty obvious kind of common sense... <laughs> Don't uh, don't go out in the rain when you have a cold, or for then you may become more sick. Um, to discover who you truly are, look at your birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the path to wisdom lies in postgraduate study, <laughs> and some life experience. Usually, yeah. it'll just come, it'll just come to you sort of automatically through yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. Learning things. (laughs) Breakups are really hard. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Sometimes they're also really easy. Yeah. Um, good. Just levels of gurus. And then yeah. there's like a guru at sea level who he just reads... He, or, or, he just repeats what was on TV. Like, he just reads out the green guide. Or he just never hear, hears you. Yeah. You, know, you go, what is what is my, <laughs> the purpose of my existence? He goes, sorry, what? <laughs> just have really frustrating <laughs> conversations. <laughs> the sea level guru. Yeah. This, <laughs> just, and then there's like guys underground. There's, there's A level. They're at the top of the mountain. Yeah. There's B level. They're like on hills. And yeah. then there's C level. C level. And they're at sea level. They're at sea level. <laughs> ABC level. Sea level sensei. <laughs> and look, just so that you know, in, in my mind, not all the senseis or gurus are Asian. Oh, yeah. So it's okay. a stereotype. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a stereotype. You know, there are wise people like, uh, like from Sony. all backgrounds. Like Sony? That's a stereotype. Uh, Akai? What happened to Akai? Akai? What happened to Akai? Yeah, where's Akai and... Um, Oh, there were so many. Yamaha. I was always amazed that Yamaha were... Yamaha making... do everything. Yeah. Like, they're... Whoever started the Yamaha Corporation is yeah. a freaking polymath. Yeah. Clarinets? <laughs> motorbikes? <laughs> Clarinets? I forget. What is going on here? There's like... like The Yamaha Corporation. I mean, the CEO. <laughs> whoever's the CEO of that must just... Be constantly in a state of break, like just like, crisis. <laughs> just what is going on? What help me? Help me! I just, I just don't want to think about anything anymore. Just, <laughs> just, just give me a moment. <laughs> they go through like what a week. <laughs> like, what, is, what, what is this? It's like this is like this is not a company. <laughs> like, what does he like? Does he have like backhoes and stuff like that? Like even like like. Ex- construction like, ex- equipment? I'm sure they have construction equipment. Like <laughs> Motorbikes and clarinets. That should be Yamaha. Motorbikes, Motorbikes and clarinets. clarinets. <laughs> Plus much, much more. But like... I think... um, Oh, who was it? There was a company recently. I think it was Pioneer or something. They had an ad campaign that was like, we only do great audio equipment. Yeah. Or something like that. Do you think that was a passive-aggressive jab at Yamaha? At Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Yeah. Like, as if, like... I don't know. Who thinks... I guess only people, like, who are in the... In the music... Like, in the sound equipment business would feel like they need to take Yamaha down a peg. <laughs> like, like, I'm like... What do these guys think they're doing? Yeah. Like... Like, mo- mo- most of us would go, like, good on you, Yamaha, for just, like, for really having a go. Just sticking yeah. your fingers in some pies. Yeah. You know? But, and then people are like, look, we gotta... Like, maybe it's, it's almost like an advertising campaign. Yeah. It's just like, we're gonna have our product in every household, no matter... W- no matter what you do. Yeah. It's like, what's that, blenders? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we do yeah, blenders. We do blenders. We yeah. do blenders now. Yeah. Clarinets and blenders. <laughs> and okay. motorbikes. We're gonna be in your kitchen. We're gonna be in your music room. We're gonna be... Like, we're going to make toilet toilet rolls? Yeah. To- to- toilet roll holders? All that shit. <laughs> I, people like that are a little bit annoying, aren't they? People who can do everything. Like, yeah. you can see why if you dedicated your life to whatever, to, yeah, to, yeah, to, to building equipment. good speakers, mm. and then Yamaha, a motorbike manufacturer, comes along, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, look. Yeah. You're like, what do you think you're doing? Yeah, get out of my biz. 
<laughs> they're like the supermarket of 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 one company. They're like a one company supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like the leader in a lot of fields. I'd like to ha- start a shop that just sells Yamaha products, just so that you can see them all there in one store. That would be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, the Yamaha. Uh, woodwind, aisle three. <laughs> Motorbikes, aisle four. Uh, mining equipment. <gasps> mining equipment, aisles four and six. Like they probably make huge manufacturing mm. machines. Like, how big is that corporation? Is it pretty big? Yeah, do you think so? Yeah, I reckon they're pretty big. Yeah. Really pretty big. I think there's definitely a sketch in the CEO of Yamaha. Just it would just be a really short one, and every every time he's just shouting and just like <laughs> having this just a complete breakdown. I think you'd keep coming back to him, and he's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, so so he's like, is he upset with the company or is he upset with himself and all his ideas? <laughs> I think he's upset with the company. Or, well, okay, I, I thought it would just be him going like, ah, okay, uh, now plum tarts, go, all right, oh, Jesus Christ, they just keep coming, ah, okay, drums, we're going to make drums now, all right, skins, I'm talking snares, I'm talking cymbals, yes, we're making cymbals, all right, get the manufacturing industry onto it, okay, the same people who make those, those hubcaps, yeah, they can, that's great. What is a hubcap? It's just a, basically a symbol, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Now, what else is like a symbol? A plates, dinner plates. Okay, okay. get some guys making dinner plates. Okay. Oh, okay, wait, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, this coffee's garbage. Okay, we're making coffee from now on. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Get get Ghana on we the phone. We can serve it up in the end of a end of a trumpet. Yeah. Okay, and then somebody will... cowbell. <gasps> we'll percolate the coffee through a trumpet. All right, that's how we're going to do this. All right, coffee percolators. <laughs> yeah. It just never ends. CEO of Yamaha. Insane. Insane. He's just in a. He's just chained up somewhere. It might be too obscure. You think, think so? Other people appreciate the breadth of what Yamaha's doing. Yes, I think so. Oh, good. I'm glad. The breath. The breadth. The breadth. The breadth of the breath. If they're making coffee, a breadth of fresh air. If they're making coffee, probably the breath of the Yamaha people isn't amazing. That's what you gotta. You gotta hand it to tea. It gives you better breath than coffee. <laughs> Let's hear it for tea. I know, but like, I don't know if they've ever done that with uh, with advertising. Like when they're advertising tea, they go, "Yeah, tea." At least it doesn't give you coffee breath. <laughs> you know, like yeah, or bread, yeah, like yeah, or coffee breath. Actually, mm. yeah, coffee probably is most more likely to also make you fat because there's so much milk. So much milk in coffee. There's a lot of milk. Like, if you have milk in coffee, yeah, but like there's a tiny, like you know. You know this coffee fad that we're going through at yeah. the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. bit of a fad at the moment. Do you think it's like yo-yos and it's going to pass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we're just going to have like coffee just in the back of our cupboards. Anyway. <laughs> so, um... There was something that was... What were we talking about? We are talking coffee, about coffee, coffee tea. Yeah. Just like... Yeah. Some sort of a ceremony where people acknowledge that tea doesn't give you coffee breath. A ceremony. Yeah, some sort like of ceremony. Like the Oscars? Yeah. <laughs> the Academy Awards. And I'd like to thank T <laughs> for not giving me coffee breath. <laughs> silly. That, it is kind of funny, that, like a guy who gets up at the, uh, the awards ceremony forgets to thank his family or anyone <laughs> close to him and then just reels up a bunch of stuff. Oh, there's something else. I know there's. I know I'm forgetting something. Uh, um, 
Oh, oh, T. I'd like to thank T for not yeah. giving me coffee breath, but that's not it. That's, that's not, not it. The thing. Wait. Oh, something Just, really close to me. Okay, wait. Oh, oh my God. Dyson. God, I love your products. Just yeah. the way you control air. <laughs> How do you do it? That fan thing, which is just a circle? Yeah. What was that? Vortex? Yeah. Whirlpool? I think a whirlpool is water. I'd like to thank water. Yeah. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Without you. I couldn't have tea, and yeah. then I couldn't not have coffee breath. Nobody ever thanks water in their acceptance speech at the Oscars. People yeah. thank their parents and shit, but like, okay, let's go through the basics. Water. Yeah. Oxygen. Uh, okay. Nutrition. Nutrition. Nobody ever thanks nutrition. Yeah. There's no way you would win an Oscar without nutrition. Yeah, that's true. Name one okay. malnourished person. Who won an Oscar? Yeah. Actually, there's probably been quite a few malnourished yeah, wait. people who've been forced to skinny themselves skinny down. Skinny themselves. Skinny themselves. Yeah. It's funny that skinny dipping means naked. Yeah. Do you think more fat people skinny dipping? <laughs> you mean more by volume? Yeah, <laughs> or by volume. Yeah. yeah, do you think more? I think by volume, more fat people skinny dip. Yeah, okay. yeah, but not by capita. No, not per capita. Not per capita. Per per That's capita. Per capita means house or like no per head. Oh, per head. You decapitate, remove wow. your capita. Yeah, right. More people are decapitated per capita than De- in any other capital city. Decapitated. What about decaffeinated? Capital city. Decaffeinated? No, but what about capital city? It's the head. Oh, it's city, the head city. Yeah. Capital letter? It's at the start of the sentence, oh, maybe? It's yeah. capital. Capitalized? Uh, captivate? Uh, that's when you get somebody's head. You get somebody's head. head. You captivate them. No, well, their head gets pointed at you. Yeah. Captivated. Captivated. Uh, <laughs> capture? Yeah, same you have thing. You get somebody's head. head. Yeah, you get it. and you point uh, Wearing a cap? Yeah, wearing a cap. That's when you put something on your... Uh, head? Head? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait. Warwick Kappa? <laughs> is a, that's a dickhead? I don't know. Oh. oh, shit. I'm sorry. Warwick is a funny word. Warwick. Warwick. Well, Warwick does sound like... Do you think it's named after war? Yes. Like, oh. like, like is the basis of Warwick... Something to do with war? I want to name my son after war. <laughs> or genocide, but I think war will be easier. Our daughter, Jenna, side, <laughs> and our son, war. Ick. Wick. <laughs> Warwick. That's, That's how it's spelt. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was just Warwick. Nah. Warwick. Is a Warwick like the thing on the... Now we're just making sounds. Yeah, I know. That's cool. That's fine. They're good sounds. They're good. Warwick. Warwick. Brunswick. Warwick Kappa. Hello, Warwick Kappa here. I don't know anything about Warwick Kappa. No, he's blonde. I knew that. He used to play football. I take it back. You caught me. You caught me out on my little lie about Warwick Kappa. I don't need to know anything about Warwick Kappa. That's the thing that you do. You shout at people when they, I think they jump up on somebody's back and take a mark. Really? Yeah. Which is a horrible thing to do to somebody, jumping up on their back when they're not expecting it. Yeah. When they're not expecting it. Yeah. But when they're expecting it... Oh, I mean, they're like, expecting not, yeah. it. That's great. I mean, it's not as bad as war. <laughs> what if they're... But if war, when you're expecting it, yeah. probably isn't as much shock as someone doing a kappa on you when you aren't expecting it. 
Wait, okay. War when you are expecting it isn't as much of a shock. <laughs> so now we're talking about the shock factor? Yeah. It's I feel like maybe war... A large part of the trauma of war <laughs> is the shock. Is it? Like yep. It's that shell shock. Yep. Yeah. I have a feeling that expected war would still be better. That would still be more shocking than... I mean, it's bad when somebody jumps up on your back and you're not <laughs> yeah. expecting it. Yeah. Thank but you. Thank you. In the We're way, acknowledging what I have to say. Yeah. In the way that um, that uh, just somebody jumping up on your back is just something that's going to happen to you at some point. Well, I guess war is sort of like that. When is the United Nations going to come out and denounce people jumping up on people's backs Without, when they're not expecting not it? Not expecting it. Yeah. It's horrible. That's really bad. Yeah. I don't think I could play football because of that and other reasons. Oh, we just think that that's really mean. Could we have a sketch with that? <laughs> just like, and we're adding something else to the human rights charter. Is to not have somebody jump up on your back <laughs> when you're not expecting it. Because that we think, or or pulling those little hairs on the back of your neck. Yeah. We just think those are really mean. Oh. And we should have a right to not have that. I think you should you. have a right to not have people jump up on your back when you're not expecting it. Yeah. And. I don't know how the AFL would deal with the fact that one of the major components of their sport is now a violation of human rights. Yeah. Um, they probably wouldn't deal with it well. They probably... <laughs> first, they'd be angry, and they would probably defiant. <laughs> I think they'd feel defiance. Defiance? Mm. Um, but I think after, like, a couple of years... Yeah. Probably the game would adapt, and... <laughs> They, people would tap you on the shoulder before they jump up on your back. Yeah, just, to, just mate. Ask for consent. Eye contact. I'm gonna jump up on your back. <laughs> you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. It'd be a really slow game where everybody, like before they touch each other in yeah. any way in the sport, eye contact. Yeah. We good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. Here we go. And then Just they'd stop me they'd if you run, feel uncomfortable. Yeah, they'd run back, then have a run yep. at them, yep. and then leap. Hopefully, just in time for the ball <laughs> to arrive now. <laughs> Although, let's be honest, the ball's probably long gone by this point. <laughs> well, you just have to get a little bit more... You know, you got to learn to read the play a little bit. Read better. the play yeah. so well. Yeah, I have a feeling that in a couple of minutes, somebody's going to kick the ball this way. I'd be really impressed if I if I saw that happening. Yeah. Yeah. So could we? Do you think that could be a sketch? Uh, the AFL adjusting to yep. the UN coming out <laughs> on people jumping up on people's backs when it's unexpected. Okay, AFL. Possibly. I feel like we're going to have to get another couple of sketches. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Because I, you know, feel like that's maybe about a third of an idea. I mean, there's a lot going on there. I mean, so much could happen. Like this could be a really long sketch. Yeah. Could be a half-hour sitcom. Every week in the sitcom, something different gets changed in the AFL. I would actually love to see this written up. <laughs> like, like you could only do this... You, could, you, couldn't even, you couldn't even do this really as a... Ra- oh, maybe you could do it as a radio play. <laughs> Sorry, them. I'm joking. So, them expecting it. Yep. <clears throat> Barack Obama, he'd be in it. <coughs> in the a- AFL? <laughs> oh yeah! What's the matter? Then you got some. Oh, I just swallowed some tea. Some iced tea went down the wrong tube. Iced tea would be 
different to regular tea if you heated it up because it's got so much sugar in it. So much sugar. Yeah, and peach in this case. Is it lemon. Peach? I don't, yeah, this is lemon one. Lemony. Yep. See, this is another one. Lipton is a Unilever brand. So this is Unilever. They do all sorts. Do they? But do they do stuff that's not <clears throat> I don't know if they do mining equipment. But their name is Unilever. Yeah, that's true. Lever. I would... Like, if this brand was Unilever iced tea, I would not buy it. Yeah. No. Lipton, though. Lipton. Unilever, that means one lever. Yeah, so do you think... Or it means someone who left uni. Yeah. <laughs> drop out. College, drop out. Or iced tea. Unilever? Unilever? That doesn't... <coughs> that probably means Unilever. Oh, God. Is that a little bit of fluid there in your... Uh, oh, I've got a bit of fluid your, up in the old... Uh, in your air pipes. In the old uh, tubes. You got a w- w- esophagus? Splashing around esophagus, in the top of the, the esophagus. Popping off the top of this esophagus. Popping up the top of this esophagus. Yeah, that's Flight of the Concords. Is it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's okay. a rhyme. Well, Jesus. I thought you were like oh, actually... Jesus. I thought you were coming up with some good rhymes there right off the top mm. of your head there. Off the top of your dome. Hey, Top of your dome up there. Hey. Yeah, oh, yeah, there. I'm oh. just uh, doing a, a rap. Freestyle rapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The the first thing that comes to my mind, I can't do that voice at all. Yeah, well, you're no. doing it. You're no, doing but it. I need you to do it, and then I can respond. I don't have any memory for accents. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Do like do like a, a Russian. I really can't. Just do try. A just try a Russian. Um, yeah, here in Saint Petersburg, we are. No, I can't. Okay, try wait. Try uh, Italian. Hey, I come uh, to your house. I uh, cook a, a lasagna. So they've been they've grown up in Australia. This one. <sighs> yes, they have. Cool, that's great. Um, <clears throat> do you think there's something in the idea of like trying to imagine what different people who were like, let's say, an Italian person who grew up in Russia, what their yep. accent would sound like, <laughs> who speak English. <laughs> Or um, or like a, an Australian person who has lived in Iceland their whole life. Yeah, I mean, that's like, a but, really... But, but like to, to migrant Australian parents. So they have that kind of like... Yep. Their parents always speak to them with the Australian accent. But then when they <coughs> go and interact in non-Icelandic around Iceland, because for some reason they didn't learn Icelandic. So they still speak English. Yeah. Yeah. These are all people who've... They've migrated... But they pick up the tonal elements of Icelandic yeah, no, without well, ever understanding the words, and they just apply those tonal elements to... Well, no, not necessarily. I okay, think what they sorry. do is they, they just pick up part of the Iceland accent, like when they speak English. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, I thought you were talking about the elements of Icelandic language. Yeah, the tonal elements. Yeah, well, no, not that. No, not those elements, yeah. but the other elements. All the other elements. Not the tonal ones. No, but not of not of the them people speaking Icelandic. People speaking Icelandic, uh, Icelandic people speaking English. English, right? So I no. think it would go a little something like this. It goes, <laughs> "Oh yeah." Okay, that didn't work. I wish we could cut that bit out. <laughs> I wish we could cut that bit out as well. We could we could stop the whole podcast and start again. You want to start again? Yeah, five ideas in. Yeah, just burn it. Burn that motherfucker down. Yeah, but do you mean burn it down like onto a CD? Yeah. <laughs> and then your house is burning down onto a CD. 
It's all right. It's all right. Call the fire department. <laughs> Your house is burning down onto a CD. And they asked for the CD. CD copy. Call <laughs> so, them up and let them know that it will be completely burned down onto a CD within really 10 minutes. minutes. If they want to come and put it Just out onto the street <laughs> so that their father, who wanted the CD, can collect it. This fire department all has the one father because they're all in the same <laughs> it's a, family. It's a small fire department. Mr. and Mrs. Fire. Big we call them the fire department, but they're actually the fire family. And it's a department store. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's got a lot of stores, other stores in there. Yes. Fire department store. They're. <laughs> They also have the hospital ward store, and the, of course, it's the hospital family, yes. Mister and Missus Hospital <laughs> Ward, which was a hyphenated mm, last name, mm. uh, Thomas Hospital Ward. Um, the there's the government complaints department emporium after the government depla- complaints department family. <laughs> it's funny, how, like people's. People like back in the day, names like Smith and Taylor and stuff came from your profession. Yeah, that we don't have that anymore. We're not still coming yeah. up with names based on people's professions. Yeah, like people. your surname. Um, there's no families who's like um, a business management consultant. Yeah, uh, James and Jeff, business management consultant. We're not uh, business management consultants. My grandfather was a business management consultant. We just took his surname. I actually yeah. work in aquatic. Um, Architecture, yeah. Oh, in my uh, my my, uh, I'm currently seeing a girl, a Marika sandwich artist, <laughs> and uh, no, 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 she's not a sandwich artist. No, no, herself. no. Actually, she's um, she's a professional pogo sticker, and um, we're probably gonna <laughs> call know, our kids um, uh, Sam and William professional, professional pogo, pogo sticker, sticker hyphen uh. Management consultant. Management consultant. Um, uh, underwater architect. Well, we're gonna. We're just gonna keep my my grandfather's name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but take my uh, my wife's profession. Profession. As um, a professional pogo sticker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, look, I think that's an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. How do you set that up? You, I think you'd have maybe have it at the occurring a child's just been born and they're talking to the. Uh, the registry yeah, office. There could be a lot of. Um, we could just explain the concept. Just explain yeah. the concept. <laughs> <laughs> just play this. Us explaining the concept. I mean, it's kind of like it's not really necessary that we have, like, that we keep family names. No, not all. Like it's it's kind of just a it's a bit of a tradition in our family. Oh, yeah. To just keep the family. This name. is the thing that I think is really funny, right? <laughs> Families who talk about things that they do in their family as if it's, oh, it's just a little tradition in our family, but it's something that everyone does. So they're like, oh, yeah, we really just like to have a knife and fork when we eat our food. Yeah. Um, it's just a little thing in our family. Tradition. Yeah, it's a bit of a tradition. Um, oh, my, my great oh, welcome to the Smith House, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, um, we, like to, uh, we like to sit on chairs. Yeah. Um, it's just oh, this thing that we do. We sort of have mashed potato with our sausages. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a... It's, 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 Goes back to my father's father and his father's yeah, yeah, father. Yeah, I guess we've always done it. <laughs> a bit crazy, but there you go. Hey, um, our our children. Uh, we actually send our children to um, to school, so we're a bit alternative that way. Um, we like to have them educated in uh, in the mainstream system. Uh, 
that's just, you know, a lot of people disagree with it, but we think it's the right choice for them. For them. Uh, yeah. Our children. Yeah. So we, we've just got to do what we feel is right. Yeah. Um, um, we have a... How about this? Okay. Uh, a lot of pam- families have pets, but we actually have a dog. Yes. Uh, and we keep him on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we sometimes let him into the house. Oh. Yeah. So I'm guessing you're a white family. Is that a thing? Oh, I think I... Where, where did I see that? I think I saw somebody doing jokes about apparently... Oh, I might have seen it on my chani, which is <gasps> awful. But complaining about, apparently we let, this is a stereotype by white people, we let pets into the house and that's a filthy thing. But that's actually not true. I, anyway, that's not a, it's not a, in, forget it. I just, when I was in Taiwan, people had their dogs in the house. And yeah. That's not a thing, so I don't know what the fuck. It's a really poorly structured white people thing. Yeah, white people bit there. Things, okay, can we make a website called Things White People Like? There right? is a thing called. Yeah, okay. I know. I'm riffing on that idea. Right. But it's just, like, whatever we put up there, it would just be like, that's got nothing to do with white with people. With being white people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nutrition. Yeah. Uh, I've said nutrition already as a thing today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pipe work. Pipe work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, going, as some, uh, sometimes taking public transport. Yeah, going to the shops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, correcting their vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a thing. Yeah. White people... White people love, uh, love closed-toed shoes. Shoes, yeah. Uh, houses made out of wood and or, and or cement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, architectural projects. Mm. White people. White people. But I wonder if you could get that to take off. You know, it probably already is a thing. Let's be honest. That's the sort of obvious idea that some. Um, Dickheads probably already no, but had. but basically it's it's it's, but but you're playing on the idea of, of stereotypes, and then you're just going, yeah, guys, we're all the same. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're saying. In the but end, I imagine that would just get boring to keep coming up with that shit, and especially like doing parody, like parodying things. Mm. Ultimately, is is a dead end, right? Isn't you it? You think so? Yeah, I think so. Especially if you're parodying something really specific. Like, because you're only reactive to what they're doing. I don't know how creative it is. But, I mean, you're, you're, the thing with parody is that you can be parodying many things at the same time. Yeah? Like, I think that that's what Tim and Eric do. They're quite a... They parody lots of stuff. They're making fun of, like, fame and, and, and Hollywood. And they're making fun of, sort of, at the same time as making fun of, like, 80s sort of educational videos. Yeah, and, right. And, and, and like, or kind of, like, uh, business business infotainment yep it's they've, they've yeah yeah public access tv yeah no you're right so you know it's not necessarily you're right. a dead end you can you can keep I said spreading you're right. your 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 uh, your parody net your parody net but then also in- include other types of comedy in there look we've got six ideas here yeah. should we just wrap it up okay um and also parodying uh fishermen oh Oh, I've oh, got a net. Got oh. Oh, so look, I'm just going to stick my hook into this bit of bait. fluid. Oh, this fluid here. Yeah. Oh, oh, hope hopefully. I get a small animal on the yeah. end of the hook. Hey. Oh. 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 oh, one is chomping on it. He's chomping on yeah. the end of the 
string. I, I imagine it's a guy in the in the in just in an aquarium, like one of those yeah. tiny fish bowls like that, and he catches one. And he goes, "Oh no, I've overfished it." <laughs> oh, oh! Just Better kiss it and throw it back, and then he misses the ball. And then it's like, <laughs> really clumsy satire on just professions. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Look, I'm designing a building. Oh, probably I'm just going to design something that somebody's going to build later yeah. on. Oh, look, I'm going to put a door in the front. Yeah. Oh. oh, I hope I don't stuff up this door. Yeah, I hope oh, I hope everybody thinks I'm really original. Yeah. I'm going to use right angles. Oh, I'm going to follow the building code. <laughs> satire or is that just, <laughs> just saying, saying things what they do what they do with a lot of voice but a lot of the time like satire is that like it's saying just saying what people do yeah. right because like a a builder would never um a, a, an architect would never say i'm going to draw a door now right yeah. so they just draw the door and now we're just saying what they do but a politician if you're satirizing a politician you just say oh now i'm going to make things unequal for people or yeah. you do it in a slightly more subtle way maybe but you just make explicit whatever hypocrisy or whatever they're actually doing yeah. so yeah in, a, in effect I think that's a perfectly valid uh, way to satirise architects and fishermen satirise sat- I don't know how to write satirise satirise regular jobs yeah alright that's what we got for this episode Thanks. Cereal for middle-aged men. Mm-hmm. Child prodigy at paving. Uh, there's also the the monk and maybe uncertain wisdom. Yep. CEO of Yamaha. <laughs> uh, AFL adapting to the UN banning jumping on people's backs without them expecting it. <laughs> uh, people's last names that come from professions, but now. Professional yep. pogo sticker, for example. Yep. And then satirizing regular jobs by just saying... Oh, I'm doing this now. Thanks. See you later. See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.